0: on the resurrection morning when all the dead in christ shall rise I'll have a new body praise, praise the lord I'll have a new, new life, life. so oh, in, in weakness raised raise, in power ready to live in paradise Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, oh, yes. I'll have a new home, glory, glory, glory. with the redeemed, Never stand. Stand. there'll be no more sorrow, no, no more pain, pain. There'll, there'll be no, be no more, more strife, strife. strife. yes, raising the likeness it of my soul, ready to live, I'll be glad, glad i have a new body, praise, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, life. Perfection, youthful and and happy I shall be I'll have a new body Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life life Glorified with Him forever Death will be lost in in victory Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life oh, yes. I'll have a new home Glory, glory Never sad. There'll be no more sorrow No more pain There'll be no more strife Yes, raise the likeness ready to live I'll be glad will have a new body Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life Eternal Why? And the last trump of God shall sound I'll have a new body, praise the Lord I'll have a new, new life, eternal grace. All bursting saints are shouting Heavenly beauty all around I'll have a new body, praise, praise the Lord I'll have a new, new life, life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home Glory, glory, with reading no Never God no more pain, there'll be no more strife. No, yes, raising a likeness, in so the likeness of Ready to live, I'll we'll be, glad. be glad. I'll have a new body, praise,
1: praise the Lord. I'll have a new life, eternal
0: life. Each night. Good
1: morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to the Passion for Christ show. So glad to have you, friend. Hey. I'm your host, Bruce Kessler, and I just want to let you know I'm part of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see, in Him and Him alone, I find peace, joy, happiness. I am blessed beyond measure, more than I could ever deserve. My goal here is very simple, friend, that is to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Upcoming in our study segment, we'll be talking about Satan's wheels are off. That's right. Satan's wheels are off. But before we get to that study, we've got a few things along the way. And the first is... Headline News! Well, now, get this, friend, get this. White... Evangelicals are the only religious group who believe the 2020 election was stolen from President Trump, according to a new survey. The poll that was released Monday found that 31% of all Americans believe the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump, while 67% reject that idea. But among white evangelicals, the belief in a stolen election is very popular indeed. Exactly 6 in 10, that is 60%, white evangelicals believe the election was stolen. A number significantly higher than that of white Catholics, which was 40%. Mainline Protestants, which is 37%. The survey also found a major political divide on the issue, with 68% of Republicans but only 26% of Independents and 6% of Democrats believe the election was stolen. <laughs> my, oh, my, folks, my, oh, my. Republicans who trust Fox News, 82%, And far right news, 97%, are more likely than Republicans who trust mainstream news, which is 47%, to believe the election was stolen. In light of Republicans just dominating Democrats this year in contests nationwide, some conservatives have urged the right to just stop talking about the 2020 election. Here in Virginia, the Democrats just literally lost all across the board, uh, said uh, syndicated radio host Eric Erickson. He rejects theories about a stolen election and just simply says, Quit talking about the elections that weren't stolen because I assure you the Democrats would have stolen some of the 2021 elections if they could, but they could not, so they did not. So quit talking about stolen elections there you go folks what a poll white evangelicals are the only religious group to believe 2020 election was stolen polls suggest Mm, 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 mm. well get this this is good news in a way thanks to sold out shows nationwide a new biopic film about Christian apologist C.S. Lewis will enjoy an extended release. Get that. It's a new movie entitled The Most Reluctant Convert, the untold story of C.S. Lewis, originally scheduled to be in theaters for just one night, which was November the 3rd, but will now play in theaters through November 18th. Due to an impressive debut, the movie grossed over $1 million the first night, just behind the movie Dune, and it finished first in per theater average. The most reluctant convert is based on the stage play of the same name that stars Max McLean in the lead role as a middle-aged Lewis. The movie is a mixture of narration and drama, shows Lewis traveling back in time as he watches the key spiritual moments of his life. Lewis famously switched from atheism to Christianity and became one of the leading apologetics of the 21st century. He is, of course, the author of Mere Christianity, Screwtape Letters, and the Chronicles of Nar- Narvia. There you go, folks. Can you believe that? C.S. Lewis movie rocks the box office with sellouts, expands through November the 18th. So if you want to go see this movie about called The Most Reluctant Convert, The Untold Story of C.S. Lewis, you better get your tickets now, friend. It's going to be a great one. Indeed. Well, now, you just won't believe this next bit of news. Listen to this, friend. Amazing. A Christian entertainment and media company has released a new single that is performed by a virtual gospel artist made from artificial intelligence. That's right, folks. That's where we're going. Virtual gospel artists made from artificial intelligence the virtual artist named jc was created by marquis boone enterprises in atlanta georgia according to mbe's website the company was founded in 2013 and its vision is to captivate cultivate commission and coach widespread audience with solid expressions of god's love through entertainment. NBE dropped its first single, called Biblical Love, which is entirely performed by JC, and it was created uh, to be a forefront runner in the metaverse on Meta. And uh, it's a song that states that it is about unquantifiable love beyond description or measure a love of Biblical proportions that transcends to everyone and everything." Mm -mm -mm. Get that folks, can you believe that? Mm -mm -mm. Christian company uses artificial intelligence to create first ever virtual gospel artist hmm what will we think of next folks the song is entitled biblical love by jc what in the world we getting into now folks it's crazy madness but i guess you can say it's what's to be expected right Artificial intelligence, a new song. Mm, 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 mm. And that's our headline news for this broadcast. And now we have this day in church history. In 1881, on this day in church history, William Temple, future Archbishop of Canterbury, is Christian. He will become an advocate of the common man and active in social issues. In 1905, on this day, death of George Williams, he was the founder of the YMCA through which he had sought to give young men an alternative to the soul destroying recreations in London. His endeavor had spread to the whole world. In nineteen thirty five, death of American revivalist Billy Sunday. He was a baseball player who had become one of the of America's most famous evangelists. And finally on this day in church history in 1977, a dam burst near Tocoa Falls, Georgia, killing 38 students and instructors at a local Christian college. My oh my folks. My oh my indeed. And that's this day in church history. Now folks, we have a little bit of fun. And name that Bible character. Well, here is your clue. I said a virgin shall a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Who am I? Here's your clue one more time. I said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Who am I? It's a who said it. Who am I? I said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Who am I? We'll reveal the final answer to this tantalizing clue following our study segment. So stay tuned, folks, for that exciting reveal. And our final segment of Name That Bible Character. And now folks, we have our study for this broadcast. So get you a cup of coffee or cold drink or whatever you have, and just get your Bibles. And let's open up and study the fantastic and powerful word of God. Let's turn to Exodus. That's right. Exodus chapter 14. We're going to be talking about the children of Israel as they have been released now from the captivity of Pharaoh. Pharaoh had enough of the plagues. The last one, of course, was the death of the firstborn. And now he just sends them off and then, of course, changes his mind. And we find ourselves now in Exodus chapter 14, starting in verse 10. And then when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt why have you taken us away to die in the wilderness why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians well, it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should be that, that we should die in the wilderness isn't that something folks see all of the great miracles and power and Strength of God being displayed, and yet they still, still are frightened to their very core. You know, folks, there are t- days that seem incredibly more difficult to handle. Don't you feel that way sometimes? Seems like that every little thing becomes a major problem. What should be simple fixes are nothing short of minefields blowing up in our faces. It's the kind of tough days that we might say are a result of uh, Murphy's Law. If anything could go wrong, it will. You may be having that kind of day today. I don't know. Maybe you had it yesterday. We all do. I remember the first car my dad helped me to buy. We went to a dealership in Savannah, Georgia, and... Lo and behold, I couldn't take my eyes off of a yellow VW Beetle. It was snazzy, it was cool, it was. It had a groovy stereo system and a fancy gear shift. Everything worked great. It was just wonderful, and I thought I was, I thought I was the man for a while driving that thing around. But it only worked great for a while, and then one problem after another started to unfold with that vehicle. Specifically, the stabilization rod on the front end went bad. And it caused the vehicle to shimmy every time you turned to the right or turned to the left. It was sort of like riding in a car with square wheels. Not fun when you're trying to impress your dates, I guarantee you that. The car turned out to be the sister of Murphy's Law. And soon, man, I can just tell you, I was feeling hopeless, overwhelmed, and just absolutely defeated and disappointed. But the world in which we live is just as chaotic, but it's filled with trouble, danger, and it's frightening sometimes. How easy it is for us to become disheartened, overwhelmed. A little depressed Romans chapter 8 verse 37 it says we are more than conquerors but how can we live in this fallen world that's filled with such chaos how can we live as conquerors our inclination is to walk around being defeated and fearful and so we find ourselves similar to the children of Israel, their backs up against the their the, the wall it seems, they, they couldn't move, they couldn't escape they were at, their backs were against the Red Sea they were freed from slavery under the brutal hands of the Egyptians but now they find themselves in a situation we often see and hear the sounds and see what we think is terror and it immobilizes us, freezes us into inaction. And this, even though they had the angel of God and the pillar of cloud in front and back of them, somehow the world was still frightening and fearful. I mean, just think, the the entire Egyptian army was right in front of them. How how could they get through this trouble? They they were bewildered and they said, you just led us here to die. And I think sometimes we feel that way too. You, how, God, how can you lead us to this point in our lives? A lot of people are feeling overwhelmed, undone. But friend, I want you to know that God has a purpose and a plan for you. And he had a purpose for bringing these people to this point in their lives in front of the Red Sea. Exodus 14, verse 14 says, The Lord, Moses says, will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Or better Hebrew translation might say, And you shall maintain your quietness. And we search for that quietness, don't we? Moses says, the Lord will fight for you. All you have to do is keep still. Many times all we can see is the trouble. Be still and know, Moses says, that God fights for you with all his vast resources. And we need to be reminded of that ourselves. In our daily walk and in our life. Whether it's filled with trouble or not. And so we have the fact that God through Moses. Divides the Red Sea. For the children of Israel to pass safely. But the Egyptian army is in hot pursuit. Verse 23 of Exodus 14, and Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the, of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horses. It must have been a horrific noise to know that something evil, something hungry for your life, is right behind you. God has provided a way of escape and safety. That's what he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 30. You make a way out. Yet Satan continually pursues you with a passion to kill, steal, and to destroy. Why is that? To bring you back into bondage and fear. And seemingly the Egyptian army has the superior advantage in the upper hand. Satan wants you just to admit defeat, call it quits, give in to fear, be depressed, and be anxious. Throw in the towel, friend we need to be reminded by what God does next. It says that God troubles the Egyptian army and then takes off their chariot wheels. Did you ever notice that, friend? Exodus 14, verse 24. And now it came to pass in the morning, watch that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he troubled the army of the Egyptians. He troubled the armies of the Egyptians. That Hebrew word for trouble is hamam, which means to make a noise, to crush, to confuse to absolutely break and destroy. Verse 25. And God took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Not only did God trouble them, but He also took off their wheels. They couldn't do anything. It was over. And they started to run. Admitting defeat themselves. That God was more powerful than they were. You see. God today. Has destroyed. And disarmed. Satan. Friend. You just got to believe that. Accept that as the truth. Hebrews. Reminds us of that Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 as much as children have partaken of flesh and blood he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death that is the devil and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. This is our Savior. He's defeated destroyed Satan. He Disarmed Satan, friend. You just got to accept that and believe that and know that it's the powerful truth. Notice what he says in Colossians 2, verse 13. And you being dead in your trespasses and circumstances of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. He has taken it out of the way, nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Woo! Ephesians 4 verse 8 says that Christ led captives to freedom. The devil was defanged and declawed. Satan has been overcome by one stronger. And that one stronger is named Jesus Christ. Luke 11 verse 20 and 22. Friend, get that. Get that. Let's read it one more time. Understand the very power of our God. And it come to pass in verse 24 of Exodus 14. In the morning, once that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. And he troubled, destroyed, crushed, confused the army of the Egyptians. And, verse 25, he took off their chariot wheels. Folks, Satan's wheels have been taken off out from under his feet. But the world still marches on, no doubt. Still influenced by that mean old wicked one. And Satan still pursues you, friend, and I with a cold, hateful, delightful determination even if his chariot wheels are taken off. But don't let his rumblings and seductive, artful attempts Lure you in and trouble or dishearten you and fill you with anxiousness and fear. Well, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And how is that sound mind established in the power of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ? And that's our study for this broadcast. And now, folks, we have the conclusion to Name That Bible Character. Here was your clue, friend. Here was your clue. It was a who said it. I said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Who am I? Isaiah is the answer. Isaiah 7, verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen, folks. I said a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Who am I? Isaiah. Isaiah. In name that Bible character. folks you too can become a follower of the greatest movement ever a follower of Jesus Christ giving your life over to him in repentance and baptism and you'll receive total forgiveness and receive a blessing far more than you ever deserve my goal here was very simple that was to encourage you friend along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ visit our website, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com. Well, friend, I just want to tell you what a privilege and honor it's been for me to have you walking along my side during this show. May God bless you.
0: Praise God. Praise God. Give thanks to the Father in all. In all that you say and do well. Amen. Amen. Sing glory hallelujah. Christ the Lord has died for you. Praise God. Praise God. Give thanks to the Father in all. In all that you say and do well amen. Amen. Sing glory hallelujah. Christ the Lord has risen for you. Praise God. Praise God. Give thanks to the Father in all in all that you say and do. Well, amen. Amen. Sing glory, hallelujah. Christ the Lord is living for you. Praise God. Praise God. Give thanks to the Father in all in all that you say and do. Well, amen. Amen. Sing glory, hallelujah. Christ the Lord is coming for you, Christ the Lord is coming for you, Christ the Lord is coming for you.